Hey everyone, welcome to the Dorinda Wilson podcast. I'm Dorinda Wilson, wife to Daryl for 31 years, mom to eight kids, ages 16 to 30, Nana to six, and 25-year veteran homeschooling mom. I'm glad you're joining me for this episode of Grace for a Mom's Heart. This is a devotional podcast series that I've created to bring short, meaningful devotion time for moms. Recently, I've been reading the entries from my devotional that I wrote a while back, for moms called Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart. You can find it on Amazon. Also, if you haven't subscribed to my blog, I'd love for you to go and do that right now. Go to DorendaWilson.com and after you've subscribed, you'll receive an email with a link to my free ebook titled A Call for Moms to Trust the Lord and Not Fear. By subscribing, you'll receive the latest podcasts as well as posts to encourage you in your journey as a mom and a homeschooling mom. I'm also in the midst of launching a new book that's going to be released in June of 2021 called The 4-Hour School Day. I cannot wait for you all to read it, but in the meantime, let's dive into today's devotional. It's titled, Looking Like Fools. The passage comes from 1 Corinthians 1, 18 through 31. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. It is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, the intelligence of the intelligent I will frustrate. Where is the wise person? Where is the teacher of the law? Where is the philosopher of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world through its wisdom did not know him, God was pleased through the foolishness of what was preached to save those who believe. Jews demand signs and Greeks look for wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and foolishness to Gentiles. But to those whom God has called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom and the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. Brothers and sisters, think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were influential. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. God chose the lowly things of this world and the despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are so that no one may boast before him. It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus who has become for us wisdom from God, that is, our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Therefore, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. As moms, all of us have been plagued by the thought that what we're doing and how we're doing it simply isn't adequate. Maybe it's just me, but I have struggled with this weight off and on for many, many years. I would look at the simple way we were homeschooling and think to myself, if someone looked from the outside in, they would surely say that I'm not doing enough. I would look utterly foolish to them. Did you notice in today's passage how God turns that kind of thinking on its head? He even addresses the people the average person would greatly respect. I think of psychologists, child development specialists, doctors, and educators who have years of training and experience but maybe they have no relationship with God whatsoever. 
I believe God can still use them, but His wisdom is so much greater than the wisdom of the world. Even the most brilliant and well-educated and often well-meaning professionals can be seriously limited in their understanding, while God's understanding and wisdom have no end. There is no way to measure the greatness of God. Instead, God chose the things the world considers foolish in order to shame those who think they are wise. And he chose things that are powerless to shame those who are powerful. That was verse 27 of 1 Corinthians 1. The world may look at homeschooling moms as powerless. Yet according to this passage, those are the exact ones he will use mightily. This simplicity, which the world's wise and brilliant people sometimes call foolish, is often actually the wisdom of God. I'll give you an example. Even though I occasionally question the simplicity of our homeschooling, God would always somehow reassure me. He would show me that I needed to continue down this path and trust Him for the rest. That could feel like a huge leap of faith, but those leaps never go unnoticed. God sees them because He sees our hearts. It was hard at times, but I chose to be obedient. The other day, one of our sons who recently graduated told me something that amazed me. He appreciated that we hadn't overloaded them with information and content. Instead, we kept things simple, and he said this left room for questions. He would find himself sitting with a simple statement or two about chemistry, and this would stir up questions in his mind about the whys. He would research the answers, and in the process, he learned far more than I could have ever forced him to learn. This is just one of the many ways God convinced me of the importance of listening to His voice above all, even if it means feeling quote-unquote foolish from time to time. In verse 22, Paul pointed out that the Greeks thought only human wisdom mattered, but they called the simplicity of the cross foolishness. As a side note, our school system is based on the Greek method of teaching, so even at its foundation, it's based on human wisdom. As believing homeschooling moms, we are called to something so much more meaningful as we raise and educate our children. Our lives are cross-centered, not world-centered. This makes all the difference because our redemption in Jesus changes everything. If God has called us to homeschool, He will challenge us to think outside the box but he won't leave us without the wisdom, strength, and grace to walk in obedience to him. I'd love for you to take a few minutes to just reflect on what God is saying to your heart. Maybe even write it down in a journal. And do the same thing with what your heart is saying to God. Pour out your heart to him. Let him know how you feel. Express your emotions and ask for wisdom. So let's dig a little deeper with some questions. What are some ways that you feel foolish? If you believe God is directing you to do those things, are you willing to look foolish in order to walk in obedience to His plan for your family? Is it possible that looking foolish for the sake of the cross could include raising and educating your kids in a way that seems very different from the world? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this reminder today. Thank you for this humble message. Lord, thank you that you said 
that if we humble ourselves before you, that in due time you will lift us up, God. You, you honor the lowly. You honor those who humble themselves, Father. And this message today is humbling. God, we thank you that we don't have to depend on ourselves for wisdom, that we don't even have to depend on the world for wisdom. We can depend wholly on you for wisdom. We thank you that you see all, you know all, you know the past, the present, and the future. You know us and our families better than we do. And so, God, we pray in the name of Jesus that you would give us wisdom, that you would give us courage to be willing to look foolish for the sake of the cross, for the sake of doing what you call us to do. In Jesus' name, amen.